It's time for our weekly conversation with Pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. It is week four, the Jaguars and the Eagles coming up. The Jags and Eagles are both in first place in their respective divisions. What a battle this should be, Fred. JP, say that again there in what? In what? First place in their respective Man. divisions. I haven't, I haven't heard that in a while. It sounds so good. Uh, but both teams are playing great. Both teams are playing lights out. You know, I actually picked this for my matchup of the week, considering, you know, uh, the Eagles are 3-0 and and the Jags are 2-1, possibly could easily be 3-0. and But you have one team that's extremely dynamic and prolific on the offensive side of the ball in the Eagles. And you have a young Jaguars defense that's played great. And uh, this is an opportunity to see if it's real. You know, Jalen Hurts, he's leading those guys. He's leading A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. They have Miles Sanders in the backfield. You know, Hurts can run it. He can throw it. Big guy. Uh, our defense led by Josh Allen. You know, uh, uh, just recently, uh, Devin Lloyd, and I know we're going to get there, have been named uh, the AFC Rookie of the Month. So they have a lot of guys that are flying around playing good, solid football. But what the Eagles want to do, they want to spread us out. You know, and they're going to test, you know, those guys' discipline. They're going to test the defensive coordinator's patience. So it's going to be a really good game to watch. Fred, the Eagles have 400 yards of offense in each game so far. Like you said, they have been prolific this season. What is the the biggest challenge with a quarterback like Hertz, who has that dual threat ability? He can tuck it and run, but he's really standing in there and making throws down the field too. Yeah, uh, he has that dual threat ability, and uh, it's it's a subtle, you know, dual threat ability. You know, you look at a guy like Lamar Jackson. And you can automatically say, well, Lamar wants to run it first. He's such a threat. He wants to run first, but he also can pass it. We're seeing a lot more of that as the season's progressing with Lamar. But with Jalen, you know, you don't, he doesn't really want to run first. He's a guy who's smart. Uh, he's always been telling it. You can look at his transition in college when he was, when he left Bama and uh, went to OU and still didn't fall off. He actually got better. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's a testament to his his abilities. And he's a young guy, which means he has a lot of a lot of that stored testosterone and uh, a lot of extra juice when he needs it. Uh, but the thing is, what Philly's doing great is they're spreading a lot of teams out, you know, and they're going to figure out if you're going to go man to man, if you're going to play zone versus our open sets. So they've been doing a lot of open sets, leaving Jalen back there by himself. And with that, you have to make a decision. You want to blitz us, we got to get it out quick. You want to go zone, we're going to sit back there. We're going to pick you apart. And if you get impatient in zone or undisciplined, Jalen can run it for four or five yards. He doesn't need much more than that. And if you go man and it breaks down, you know, we can throw it deep with Devonta Smith, certainly A.J. Brown, a guy who deserves a lot of attention. He's a big, strong, fast guy that they brought in in the offseason. Or – if it breaks down further, you know, Jalen can dip, dump it off to a running back and, you know, one-on-one matchup with the back against the linebackers, or he can tuck it and run it himself. So they have several options and it's going to be an extremely tough challenge for the Jaguars defense. Fred Taylor with us, pride of the Jaguars running back. Let's stay on the uh, Jaguars defensive side. You mentioned Devin Lloyd, the AFC uh, or the uh, NFL defensive rookie of the NFL. I apologize. I shortened shot. (laughs) <laughs> I, I started him. 
No, but hey, it's it's been a great start for him, obviously, after not playing in the preseason much, the last wow. game, and then the first week, yeah, he had some tackles, but he was just trying to find his way. I think he's found his way the next two weeks, interceptions back-to-back weeks. And then you got other guys on this defense playing well, too. Josh Allen's getting some sacks. Of course, Trayvon Walker's showing his ability. The interior guys, Roy Robertson Harris, is, is really off to a good start. Mm-hmm. And then in the secondary, the Jaguars, Fred, lead the league in passes defensed this year. 26 passes defensed as a team. That's the most in the NFL. They're getting turnovers. This is uh, this is We haven't seen this kind of defense around here since 2017. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, just starting with Devin, uh, deservingly so, a guy who hadn't played any of the preseason for the most part, to be able to get out there and turn it up and uh, take that award from most of the time. You see that award given to a lot of defender, defensive backs because those are the guys that are on the interception, uh, uh, um, in the interception category. Those guys are recognized more so than linebackers for that award. But he went out there and uh, he just snatched it away from everybody. But he's playing at an extremely high level. Now I want to go to the secondary. You talked about those 26 pass defense. That just means, JP, not only that they're playing great uh, in coverage, but they're closer and closer to turnovers themselves on the back end. You know, I text Tyson throughout the game before the game was over last week. And I say, hey, you know, I know it was, you know, fourth down and, and late in the game and, you had an opportunity to to pick that ball off right there, and uh, but it, you dropped it, so it gave the Jags better field position. I think they got it back at around the thirty or so. But I'm like Tyson. No one ever remembers that you made a a, a team play to 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 you know uh, not secure that interception. What they remember is the actual interception, regardless if you caught it on the three, flipped the game, or whatever it might have been. So he's like, yeah, I owe you one. I say, no, you owe you one. Uh, so they're closer to, um, you know, getting turnovers on the back end. And if they can put that all together as a group collectively, they're going to be, you know, a team, uh, a defense that teams are going to fear, you know, when when it's time to match up with them. They're going to say, hey, this team is serious. What do they do great? Who do we need to neutralize? Do we need to chip the defensive ends in Trayvon and Josh? You know, what are we going to do with the interior guy, you know, and Harris who, who's pushing the pocket back? Uh, the linebacking core, they're fast, they're young, they're moving around, they're a smart group. And then the secondary, Jenkins, he's been playing lights so out. He's all over the place. Uh, so, uh, again, this has been my matchup of the week. Guys tease me and call me a homer, but the Jags are serious versus a great, uh, uh, to this point, a great Eagles offense led by Jalen Hurts. So this is my matchup of the week, and I'm interested in seeing how it unfolds today. Fred Taylor with us. Let's flip it now to the Jaguars offense. Trevor Lawrence, the AFC Offensive Player of the Week after his performance against the Chargers, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He hasn't been sacked in two weeks. The offensive line stepped up and played well. Uh, wide receivers are getting open and and they're taking what the defense gives them. It's not a lot of deep shots down the field, but hey, they they've been okay with 10 12 play drives and I don't know if you can make a living year round like that in the NFL. It's tough to do, but so far so good and I, I, actually talking to Trevor this week, uh, his his head's in a good spot. It he's not 
you know, they, they know they have a lot of work to do on offense still. It's still a young group together, right. but this recognition is a good step in the right direction. Oh, certainly uh, it is. And congratulations to Trevor. Uh, he's been, you know, showing his maturation in these last two weeks. But I want to give a, a shout out to Coach Peterson. You know, he's a consummate pro. You know, I, I like his demeanor and his attitude. He has some, he has that, I played in this league before, that type of attitude and cockiness. It's subtle, but it's just, it's not cockiness. It's just confidence because he knows the game. He's taking a year off and he's back. And he really, uh, he has a project in Trevor, you know, a young player who he believes that could be a great player in this league. So those two together, you know, the work that they're putting in, it's starting to show, you know, it's starting to show in Trevor's play, you know, just the, you know, just the translation from the, from the room to the field and how he's making great decisions and his passing. Uh, he's always been a smart player. So he's taking advantage of the first progression of his reads. If it's a short ball and let those guys run after the catch, so be it. They're throwing great intermediate pass game. It's been solid with Zay Jones. Again, Marvin Jones, he's, you know, he's the uh, uh, the veteran guy who's sticky fingers. He's going to catch everything, uh, intermediate, short, uh, uh, back shoulder, whatever it might be. They haven't gone deep a lot. Uh, but uh, I, the Christian Kirk pass, uh, I believe, against, uh, what was it, the Colts? Commanders? Uh, he's He's gotten back there. Yeah. He's gotten back there. Uh, but um, they haven't gone deep. But, you know, teams will challenge them. Teams will say, hey, they don't throw deep. They won't threaten you deep. We're going to get up in their faces and, and challenge them. And then those will leave for opportunities to go deep. So uh, you got to pick your poison and take advantage of whatever the defense is showing you. And uh, today the Eagles will show some press coverage led by big play Slay in that secondary. Uh, uh, just recently he had multiple picks in a big uh, uh, Monday night game. Uh, and he is a guy who's extremely good. He's savvy. He's been around. He's going to jump some routes. So he's going to challenge them. But I think the Jags offense is up for the task. Offensive line will have a little bit of a test in the interior this week as well with Fletcher Cox doing his thing. I think it's year three oh for him, and that guy can still play. So uh, Luke Fortner uh, and the left guard, Ben Barch, and the right guard, Brandon Sheriff, will have their hands full this week. Uh, Fred, let's – Wrapped this week with the big story outside of the game. It's the return of Doug Peterson and a lot of this Jaguars coaching staff to a place where they won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. We know how notorious the Eagles fans can be. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, it's a tough place. You told us that story in post game last week about your visit there, but uh, it might be a little warmer, very little warmer for Doug coming back. Um, you have some experience going back to a place that was near and dear to you. When you left the Jaguars, you went to New England. You had one game against the Jaguars. It was yeah. in 2009 in December. You had 11 carries, 35 yards. The Patriots blew out the Jaguars. But Doug might have some similar emotions this week coming out of that tunnel. He might not admit it right now, but right. what are some of those feelings when you're going back to a place that you spent so much time? You know, it's a feeling of excitement, you know, to start. And and uh, it's a bit of a different scenario in a sense that he's going back home. You know, I was in New England facing some of my old teammates uh, and my old coach uh, who I 
certainly wanted to show that I still had a lot left in the tank. Unfortunately for me, JP, I was battling a double turf toe, so I couldn't give him my best. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the excitement was still there. You know, the, 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 the juices were still flowing. I didn't feel a whole lot during the game, but after the game, I felt those toes. Uh, so, Doug, he's he's keeping it, you know, he's keeping it under wrap. But I can assure you that, you know, you know the, the trick plays that he pulled out in the Super Bowl. Uh, what is it called? Uh, what was that play called? Philly uh, Special. The, the Philly Special. He's going to have a few Philly Specials in his bag. You can bet that. he's had He's had a year off to think about the team that let him go. And now he's had some weeks after he saw it on his schedule to think about the team that let him go. You know, nothing's more refreshing than the opportunity to, you know, to get 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 a win today versus your old club. Uh, he'll embrace it. You know, uh, they got a ring from him. They tried for years to get a ring with Andy Reid, and they didn't succeed. A, a coach who they still respect to the utmost to this day. Uh, so their fans are brutal, but a lot of times they're fair. Uh, so they'll, uh, they'll, uh, honor him for a split second, I believe. And then they'll boo him when they need to, you know, to try to get under his skin. But, uh, it won't matter if the Jaguars are, uh, winning or if they come away with the win today, um, that, that all, uh, subside. Right. So, um, I'm looking forward to this matchup. I am as well. I think all Jaguars fans are the way this start, uh, of this season is gone. And this will be a huge step if they can go toe-to-toe with the Eagles in week four. We'll talk to you in the postgame, Fred. Thanks. I'll be there, JP.